Hello and welcome to the Marvelous Cinema Podcast with me, your host, Henry Murray, and my partner, Matthew. We're back already. That's the new intro. <laughs> I'm going to record that. I'm going to put it in front of every single episode now. That's it. So, yeah, I'm doing jazz hands, by the way, as well. You can't see this, but yeah. you know, I swear We're to give you the visual image. If yeah. you know what I look like, imagine me if you're doing jazz hands. If you're listening right now, do jazz hands with us. Yeah. Just hand clang. Hashtag. Hashtag. Oh, oh my god. god. Hashtag. hashtag. Um, <sighs> right. <laughs> so, <sighs> if you listen to our last podcast, we ended saying that the next podcast is going to be on Star Wars, right? Yeah. Skywalker, and Here all of are. that. Recorded back to back. Yes. For your viewing or listening pleasure. The reason for that is because it's going to be a, a big subject. You oh, want yeah. You want to talk about it a lot. Uh-huh. Um, so, do you want to get to it straight away? Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, let's. So disclaim I'm gonna put a disclaimer on this. Mm. Um this could get quite heated. Could get quite heated. It could get quite angry. A lot of venting might occur. Yeah, not at each other at And not each other. And not actually at the film. Yeah, not even the film. <laughs> so the that's people. a disclaimer. Um also I want to put a disclaimer out there. We would like to respect everyone's opinions, <laughs> providing they are respectful to each other. Yes. So So you know, if you don't like this or you disagree with us, that's fine. Yeah. We're not angry with you, yeah. okay? We're angry with certain individuals. Certain individuals. Okay. Uh, a, a very vocal minority, I would say. Mm-hmm. Really. So and cri- and critics. Mm. Um, so <laughs> let, let's right. let's begin. Yeah. What do you think of the film, The Rise okay. of Skywalker, so Episode I think, Nine? I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And here's the weird thing uh-huh. about the film is if if you told me like on like a a note sheet of like all of the big things that happened in this movie essentially, and you you just gave it to me, oh. This happens. This happens. Ray Palpatine. This, this, this. I, I would, I would literally spoilers. I would like look at it and go, "This is the worst thing ever." <laughs> I would generally look at it and go, "Why? This is not what you should do after t- after t- after uh-huh. Last Jedi. You should not be doing this." Mm-hmm. But it's so weird that when watching the film, I love everything that happened. Like pretty much everything that happened, <laughs> and I feel like it all worked yeah. and it all served like a good purpose. That like, kind of like brought it all together in like a really good way for me. Mm-hmm. So, I would yeah. echo that. I think. It's worth pointing out that, of course, mm-hmm. this film does have technical flaws. Yeah. yeah. But I just can't argue with it. I just get the feeling this is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They love Star Wars. They enjoyed making it. Mm-hmm. And they, like, I don't know, um, a love letter to Star Wars in a way. Yeah. Um, it had a lot of heart, a lot of love in it. A lot of love. <laughs> I, just, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's all like... And... Here's the weird thing about this film. Uh, I think it's... I don't think I don't want to go far as just the best uh, Star Wars film, but I do think it's probably for me one of the like funnest. Yeah, I feel like I, I could just put this film on like whenever and just like be along for it, you know. It's just fun. It's yeah. ha- fun thing after fun thing. Yeah, it's sort of non-stop. I apologize. I do have a bit of a cold, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if my voice sounds odd mm-hmm. or if I stop talking suddenly, <laughs> it's because I can't breathe properly. Breathe properly, yes. Um, <coughs> there's a cough in there to make sure you understand. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I really, really like it. Yeah. There's a lot, I have like a notes, in fact, the notes section on my phone mm-hmm. told me to stop because there's that much in this. Really? I, not because I wouldn't remember everything, it's just that I don't forget to include certain things. Right. To, to begin with, box office figures. Okay. Um, this is state of facts. It has crossed a billion. Yeah. It has made it after yep. a month in cinemas. Yep. Critical response was mixed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's generally like, if you look at Ron Tomorrow's, it's like, I don't, Trust Rotten Tomatoes as, as much as everyone else's, no. but like if you look at it like that, it's literally split. It's like fifty percent. Yeah, it's 50%. um, yeah, it's the 
critical rating is from like fifty two. Yeah. Which is I know people say, Oh, it's the worst of the worse than Phantom Menace wow. and worse than Tank I find that fascinating by the way. We'll get to this later on about the critical response and why I'm not particularly happy with it. <laughs> yeah. But if you also if you want to include on tomatoes it is worth recognizing that the audience score for this film is 86 which is one of the saga's yeah. highest yeah. in comparison it might be lower in the critical um tomato meter mm-hmm. but the audience score on phantom menace is 42 percent yeah so and, and the critics are like 55 percent on that as well so like it's kind of a similar sort of rotten yeah um yeah but i just i feel like a High seventy or low eighty or uh-huh. like mid eighties, like I think that's where it lands for me. Yeah. If I was going to rank it on that sort uh-huh. of like scale of like percentage things, and also it's worth recognizing that um, IMDb isn't particularly trusty in this scenario either, mm-hmm. because they don't have a filter for um, oh, review haven't. bombers. Yeah, yeah, then that isn't helpful, is it? No, <laughs> so Star Wars. it's I think it's a six point nine on IMDb. Yeah, but in real re. In reality, it'll probably it's probably a seven point five. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. Because review bombers. <laughs> um, Star people are mean. Because I mean, when it first came out, Force Awakens, I think it was an eight point two. Okay. It's now seven point nine. Okay. Like like um, if like a year after Force Awakens, it was eight point two or something. Mm-hmm. But then after Last Jedi came out, it slowly plummeted to seven point nine. So people come back and, and like because they hit the new one. Like do you after like? after Rise of Skywalker was released, the Last Jedi one went down by not point one as well. Yeah. that's a seven. Right, okay. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous, isn't it? These anyway. So <laughs> I want to. The way I want to sort of do this is if we talk about positives, things we like, mm-hmm. then we'll get on to the negatives. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the negatives of the film, but negatives of the Star Wars community. Maybe yes, they'll get into that as well. <laughs> um, and the state of Star Wars, and then I do want to end on a positive note. So yeah. We'll save some of the good stuff. For last. For uh, for last as well. Yeah. Um. So. The big thing that I emphasise going into this is the segment on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Um, Death Star 2. <laughs> the, the, the Death Star 2. Yes. Um, I put, I, this is probably probably my favourite part of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people have said that they don't like the lightsaber battle. Really? I loved it. I, the thing about the, the, the Star Wars, and the original trilogy, the Star Wars original trilogy and the sequel lightsaber fights, mm-hmm. I never quite liked the ones in the prequels, Same. because it's all flashy, flashy, swingy, yeah. swingy, it overly is... choreographed. I can't tell what's happening usually as well. Whereas, particularly in the sequels, mm. you can tell they clearly want to kill each other with every single. Yeah. And also, people have said, "Oh, it's messy." Mm. Nobody's trained these people. Yeah. Luke There's Skywalker literally just... nobody. Yeah. Nobody, especially in uh, Force Awakens, with Rey's like on the back foot the entire time, running yeah. away, just blocking them, kind of. I find it so like, yeah. good to watch every time. Also about that, I know people say, oh, she's overpowered. Right, I would like to point out, eh? no. she's using the Force, so automatically that makes her a higher skill than Finn, mm-hmm. who is easily yeah. beaten. Also, work, she's trained with a staff, so she's trained with a weapon. She has been alive for 19 years, alone yeah. on a planet that's not that's not a good planet. <laughs> yeah, she uh, knows, I mean, even earlier in the film, she defends herself from being mugged mm-hmm. by... People want to steal the droid. Yeah. If anything, it's like she has. If you want to call it all power, then you can say the same thing about Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like she's the just, same as Luke Skywalker. He he doesn't fly an X wing at all, or go off the world, or like fly anything at all until the last minute of the film, and then he pulls up the Death Star. Yeah. 
people have problems with Rhea because... I know. And I'm literally going to say it, cause I think this is generally true for me, that I do think it's because he's a girl. Yes, but, yeah, I generally that, that have is, thought this. That one. is the only reason that people dislike yeah. her. I think... I, I have, I'm yet to find... If Rhea was a guy, I don't think these problems mm. would be like that much of like an overstatement everyone's doing. Also, in that fight, um, Kylie Ren mm-hmm. has just been shot by Chewbacca mm-hmm. with Bowcaster, yeah. a weapon that earlier on in the film yeah. destroyed a wall. Destroyed a wall, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think in Last Jedi, I think he says like you were split to the born, like in in terms of like the Force, you were like yeah. split to the born in terms of, like your concentration because you just killed yeah. your father. And that, by the way, the scene while Skywalker isn't what he thinks it's going to be. Mm-hmm. He thinks killing the past is going to like work out for him. And, like, yeah end it all and just make a new like bad future whatever he wants um, but clearly no his dad still sticks with him and yeah. we see that in Ryan Skywalker in a really well, good yeah. scene so, so yeah I was going to say the the fact that the I love it I love the fact that to begin with we're sort of evenly matched but mm-hmm. slowly Kylo Ren takes the advantage yeah. I love the bit where they stop the lightsaber with yeah. the force like she does it first and you think oh it's cool yeah. And then he does it like literally a second after it, which is like, just oh, like a... equal. Like they are equal, aren't they? Now, and um, I think one of my favorite things about this lightsaber battle was like I don't think there was any music. There isn't. The only music that happens is at the end when the stab. He stabs him. She no, it's him. it's when he's sort of he's winning. Mm-hmm. He she's like back oh, up right, against okay. the turret. Yeah, and, and like the music peaks where every time he hits. Yeah. Okay. Strikes downward. But my favorite thing about that fight is we've had. I think this is probably the most lightsaber, maybe not the most, but like it's up there, like a lot of lightsaber battles yeah. compared to seven and eight, four, five, six, um, and like every time it gets to the point where every time they like light up a lightsaber and like we're going to fight, you're kind of like, really, you're going to fight again? <laughs> and like, the, and I think it's really great because if the, the film didn't do this, I think it'd be a problem. But the film like realizes this, and I think Kylo, from the beginning of that of that fight, not getting his lightsaber out is like him yeah. going, really. <laughs> we're going to fight again it, cle- it doesn't work out ever us fighting doesn't mm. work out clearly and uh, I think Rhea like being tempted by the dark side because she thinks that the family defines her and finding out that Palpatine defines her now yeah. is sort of like mm. what she like thinks is, she is now because yeah. she's always thought like oh I need to find a family and that family will find me Palpatine I must be bad but then that <laughs> we get like her character arc throughout this film just realising she's yeah. not that at all um, um also, at the end of the lightsaber battle, it just the the fact that her flash of anger in killing Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. she uses his lightsaber. Is that the red lightsaber? Yeah, I love that. Um, in love, I'm going to say it's. Um, I read an article. Mm. Uh, it's not academic one. It was like a user thing. In let me have a look. Where was it? It was in Forbes. Mm-hmm. It was a senior contributor. Um, he talks a lot of positives about it. Uh, if I remember, I'll put it in the description if you, if you want to, anyone who wants to have a read of it as well. <laughs> but a lot of what I'm taking is from that a little bit in the way that I agree with a lot of that. And as well, uh, another podcast known called the um, Force Center, their review yes, I like them. Yes. of the Rise of Skywalker also made a lot of sense for it's me. It's like therapy. It the was. way they talk is like therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the... The battle between Kylo and Rey on the death on the second Death Star um, is a parallel with Anakin and yeah, Obi Wan in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. as well in the way that um, in um, the one in 
the Revenge of the Sith and this one, both the light side people, so Rey and Obi Wan, do what I've, what I've written as questionable moves to win. Yes, I know what you because mean. Because Obi, yeah. I think it's in law or something or in canon that Obi Wan shouldn't do what he does. Yeah, I think especially um, I think one of the big things about Star Wars and the idea of like Jedi like defense over offense. Yeah, is um when he lets up the lightsaber first. I yeah. think that's a big point of like what was wrong with the Jedi in the prequels. Yeah, so I think is the point of the prequels that the Jedi are kind of being used and like don't even realize it, and then kind of idiots at this point. Yeah, they've already went against their own core about realizing mm-hmm. it. And I think Obi Wan going, if you're not, I think it's kind of the same thing as um, Anakin saying, "If you're not with me, you're my yeah. enemy." And then he says, and then Obi Wan goes, "Only in Sith deals and absolutes." And then he goes, "Well, I must kill you now." <laughs> like, so you're Let's doing do this. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. And ten years ago, I would have said it's a problem. That's the problem with the film that yeah. it doesn't get what it's all is the only thing saying. But looking back on it, I think. It kind of like makes sense for the argument of the Jedi Order was failing, and it needs to change. Yeah. And it does change, and Luke Skywalker changes it, and Rey's going to change it even more. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, another thing: um, both of the dark side people in these fights, respectively, Swanikim and <clears throat> Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. each of them die. I'm doing yeah. inverted if I can die and are reborn as somebody else. Yeah. So Anakin dies. Oh, yeah, you're right. Anakin dies. Anakin's unmust the Anakin Skywalker dies and Darth Vader is born. Yeah. In Kylo Ren dies. In this Kylo Ren. Even I think Ben I don't know, Ben um Han says <clears throat> No, Kylo Ren is dead. My son is very much alive. So yeah. Like, yeah. And that's sort of like a rebirth for him. Yeah. That um I think generally, I think even people that don't like the film like would say that the the hand like coming back in his memory sort of scene is one of the best like scenes in the film. Oh, it's, it's so powerful. And at first, I really liked the idea of like him seeing yeah. the exact same lines again. But yeah. Then where I fought back and I was like, is that a bit like too much on the nose, like fanster? But as I didn't realize, he's a memory. He's a memory. He's reliving the memory and choosing a different path at the end of it. Also, something really key from that is you know in Force Awakens, mm-hmm. they're on the bridge. He ignites the lightsaber, kills Han Solo. Yeah. He puts his hand on his cheek after he stabs him. Yeah. It's like a sign of forgiveness or whatever. Yeah. That that moment where he puts his hand on his face, obviously he does it again in this, that technically saves the galaxy. Yeah. Because that's what he remembers. And Adam Driver is so good in that scene, mm-hmm. where he's like, before obviously the grey line of like, he's going to say, Dad, I love you, but before he says, I love you, he just goes, I know. I know. It's great. But yeah. I think Adam's acting in that scene is so good. He's like, it. you can see the effort it takes him to like, just say that he loves his dad. And you just can't even get to say it, and yeah. it like hurts to say it because he's tried like hiding all these other things, like this pressure he's been under so so, so uh, for so long. Yeah. And like, oh god, it's such a good scene. I think it's probably like the perfect scene in this movie. I would say for me. Mm. It's just as well. It sort of comes at a point when you don't, you just don't expect it to happen. He no. turns around. Oh, there's Han Solo. It's a memory. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, um, in Force Awakens, when he kills on Solo, mm-hmm. the colours around him are red. Yeah. Whereas because of the water, yeah. in this one, it's, everything's blue. This movie is very blue, actually. Overall, I would say. I got a very blue vibe. There's like a lot the, of blue stuff in it. The underground, like, Exegol. Yeah. Very blue. Other than Pasana. Yeah. Pasana's probably Pasana, the only place. Um, I'm sure I'm through these notes to make sure I haven't missed anything. I, I, links to this part specifically, but also... I do genuinely believe that Daisy Ridley and Oscar, Oscar um, although Oscar Isaac is a very good actor, 
um, Adam Driver are probably the two best actors to ever be in Star Wars. I would agree, yes. They are both. I want to have a conversation about Rey. And I feel like we're going to get into this, because I think, Uh, for me, my favourite character in all Star Wars, especially with this film, in Last Jedi, is is Rey. I'd agree with that. I honestly think... I've always sort of liked her. Yeah. Particularly after sort of Force Awakens, mm-hmm. where sort of her excitement, yeah, of seeing all these characters sort of mirrored my own, yeah, it's like I'm in her shoes, yeah. Um, and also with the the ending, mm-hmm. similar to that, I know I said it on the one where you talked about stars before, like you sort of relate to her mm-hmm. in a way that I feel like I'm in her shoes, yeah. Like I've I've grown up with stories of Luke Skywalker, yeah, and the Jedi, like she did, mm-hmm. and her sort of becoming a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. embodies the dream that every kid has when yeah. they watch Star Wars. But I, that journey. I think it does it in a really smart way, and I think it's like mostly due to um, Last Jedi. Uh-huh. Of it doesn't treat like the past of like all these other movies, like the original trilogy prequel, even uh-huh. of, like they don't treat them as like genuine myth of like these people were perfect beings and like they did all yeah. this. And it's like look back on it, and you're like this Skywalker, he made some mistakes, and he made some mistakes again, and then you go into the exile. And he sort of like he was like doing he was like reliving his past over and over again. He couldn't get past it. And he yeah. decided that the Jedi should end because I it's always a cycle of like bad and evil, uh, mm-hmm. good and bad, and you can't stop the bad coming up again. Yeah. And he just I love the idea of the sequel trilogy, like specifically like like um, kind of like looking back on those films and saying, I know they're iconic films, but let's look at them from a, the lens of like they're not perfect people, and like let's look at them like what yeah. they're doing now. If the see if things happen again, how they're like evolve from that mm. so I think the Jedi Order be something that has to end to something that has to continue with Rey according to Luke which by yeah. the way can we talk about how everyone thinks it retcons Last Jedi it does not retcon Last Jedi doesn't. I, I know I, I saw um, one of the things I saw was oh my god the scene with Luke where he says he was wrong mm. retcons Last Jedi no. an insult to Ryan Johnson he literally says at the end of The Last Jedi yeah. that he was wrong yeah. he says it when he appears to Leia he says I'm sorry mm-hmm. And that you shouldn't have run away. Yeah. He said, I still have done that. I still have kept with you. The Jedi needs to continue. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the whole point of The Last Jedi mm-hmm. is that when Kylo Ren says the past must, you have to kill the past, and Luke Skywalker's all Jedi are wrong, yeah. the whole point is that they're wrong. Yeah. And that despite the flaws, they have to they have to continue. Cool. Because Yoda only lets him burn down the tree because he knows the book can't yeah. there. Like, people saying, like, I never someone saying like it's really confusing the the ideas of Luke's secret trilogy because either the Jedi texts don't matter or they do matter or something because Rey is reading them a lot in the, the new one. Yeah. I'm like, but like Yoda like knew they went there and they got saved and Rey like had them. Yeah. And like she was like obviously going obviously the last like one of the last scenes you see in Last uh, Jedi is her like open shut the drawer and it's got the text. In yeah, it. that's in the film. So it's clear like the next film we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do this <laughs> the Jedi yeah. text we're gonna do them. Yeah. Um, so I like that's find it interesting of like people that think it retcons I I get on a very surface level if you look at the just the facts of like a script of like you are Rey is no one Rey is Palpatine it is kind of like hmm. yeah I, I get it from that point of view but Rey being a Palpatine doesn't change the fact she's Rey yeah. from nowhere no she still spent 19 years on her own yeah. on Jakku with a grandfather who by the way at the end says something whenever I think it's when Rhea like turns against him in a sense like she said I won't kill you in here I'll just defend myself or, or whatever like yeah. Ben will come and all that I think at some point Palpatine says like 
you're just a, you're just an orphan scavenger girl. Yeah. Um, in Jakku or whatever, and like, so he's like he is. A, I guess biologically he is his yeah. grandpa, but like he doesn't care. Luke cares about her. Yeah. Finn and Paul they're, care about they're her. her family. She cares about them. He doesn't care about Palpatine. It's like it's it's a thing at that moment in time. The worst thing she can hear is that. She come in in the last Jedi. The worst thing she can hear mm-hmm. is somebody to tell her that she is Ray from nowhere, <clears throat> yeah. and that her parents were nobodies, and they didn't love yeah. her or anything. In this one, thing, yeah. the worst thing she can hear is that her she comes from evil. Yeah, and that evil wants her back. Yeah, because yeah, she had it. She had a year in between these movies of like realizing this is no one coming to terms with that, yeah. and just building her own like found friend family thing, and. uh Imagine like after that year, you kind of used to getting over like the idea that you're a normal one, and then at the end of that, realizing, oh shit, my granddad's palpable. <laughs> like, and I think that's what's so interesting now about Rey is because um, in all the films now, all three of them, she never gets an easy answer for anything. No, she doesn't. Never once. Like at the beginning, she's a scavenger, she's lonely, no friends. Uh-huh. Get to the end of that film, you think, oh Han, it's going to be like her, sort of like a father figure. He dies. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. She's got to go to Luke by herself. Yeah. It has to be like a, a case of... She's searching for that parental figure. Yeah. And in, she finds the one that she biologically has. Mm-hmm. And he's the greatest of evils. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and then in Last Jedi, uh, she thinks, okay, Luke. Yeah. By the way, I want to talk about Anakin's lightsaber as well. Uh-huh. I think this has like a lot of meaning. Because uh, it calls to her Yeah. Uh, Palpatine. And I think that's so interesting on its own, but also uh-huh. the idea that she doesn't, she keeps on refusing the call in, the, in a way because she's just going to go, I don't want a lightsaber. Yeah. She doesn't get up to like the last minute of Force Awakens. And then immediately the next film is like, here you go, this guy. Yeah, will, have you it do back. It. And then like, he's like, no. And then even when Luke fails her or like, he won't do it, he goes, then it's going to be Ben that's going to do it. She doesn't, she doesn't think it's going to be her. She Even though it's calling to her, yeah. she's like, it'll be me. Yeah. I was free. Hey. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not good at anything. Because I'm a scavenger girl or whatever. And um, he goes to Ben. Ben's like, nah. Kill Snork, whatever. Now I'm going to be evil. And she's like, what the fuck? <coughs> and then like, Leia's like, and then Leia's like, we've got anything we need here. He's like, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And she doesn't want a lightsaber again in... Mm-hmm. In the third one, she's like... I think she, I think a great thing about Ben as well is that he's always trying to get that lightsaber. Yeah. Like in his previous two films. And in the third one, finally, because he's like redeemed rede- himself, he gets yeah. given it. Like by choice of Rhea. Yeah. I think that's, that's really cool. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, with the lightsabers, there's one thing that I wish they had done. Mm-hmm. I th- I think it made much more sense if the lightsaber that Luke gave gives to her mm-hmm. was his green one. Because we have no yeah. idea what happened to that lightsaber. I am Where so is confused it? about that lightsaber. I'm so I was wondering like why don't you still ever saw that lightsaber more? I think it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, because we know it. We know he still has it because yeah. it's in the flashback where he goes to yeah. attack Kylo Ren. Or yeah, ben. And, when he's, and I think when he's fighting Leia as well. Yeah, in that training thing. By the way, what a cool, what a cool little bit. Oh yeah, and I think the CGI face was pretty good as well. It was particularly, particularly Mark Hamill's Mark was good. Mark Hamill was good. Yeah, Leia's is a bit off-ish, <laughs> but like I don't mind it. It was like uh, two seconds. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's, what's uh, what, what have I got? Have I got in my uh, my list here? Um, Finn being force sensitive. Mm. How do we feel about that? I really like it. Did you get it the first time around? I did. No did way, you? I didn't. No, I'm sorry, I didn't. 
I went with someone once, by the way. Oh, yeah. Home. Oh, sorry. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get it the first time. And I think because uh, so many things happened, I forgot about his, his um, I need to tell you something real. And I forgot all about that. Yeah. So did I. I only, like, I got I got that he was force sensitive by the end because he, he senses yeah. Ray die. I feel like I should have, but I was really distracted by Ray dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh. Yeah. So I got it then, but the afterwards I was thinking, oh, so what was he going to tell her? And then somebody told me he was going to tell her that he's force sensitive. Yeah. That makes sense. I also love the way that um, Star Wars films like recontextualize each other all the time. Yeah, like Return of the Jedi, it's like you're my sister Leia, and now we look back at Empire Strikes Back, and all of a sudden her um, seeing Luke on Cloud City, like on, under the thing, is like, oh, she's the Force. Yeah. But before Return of the Jedi, before she was even made his sister, because like it was kind of a late thing that she was going to be his sister. Yeah. It was like, oh, it's this Luke calling to her. Now it's she's calling as well. Yeah, she's got the force as well. Because I find it so like fun now. We can look back at the fin and be like, "Was that the force fin?" I know. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. That is there. Yeah. Um, another thing, sort of maybe maybe taking it to an extreme, but um, with him being force sensitive, do you think that he knows that Ray's, Ray's related to Palpatine before? Because Leia knows, because she can sense it. Yeah. And also in the way that he talks to Ray when he when she talks about killing Palpatine, mm-hmm. it does maybe imply that he also knows. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a bit of a stretch. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, the the Pojo on Kajimi, you know, and they say, "You're a spice <laughs> yeah. runner." Yeah. You're a stormtrooper. Yeah. You're a spice runner. You're day. a scavenger. Yeah, yeah. You can do this all day. I love that bit. And that, I, think... that, that, I know it's on the Force Center podcast. That sort of embodies the entire message. Yeah. The idea like anyone could do anything. And I think that's what I think uh, they did something like really great in this movie. Of, um, they did the same thing that Last Jedi did, but in a different sort of way. Yeah. Of like, hmm. so like poor, like Finn is the new um, anyone could be a force user, like yeah, like high level force user person. He's the new like anyone could do it, uh-huh. not to have a blood like thing. And then uh, Paul becomes using this like some sort of war hero this entire life. He's been like, yeah. By the way, what is a spice runner? It's like a drug runner. Is it drug? Okay, I was wondering if it's spices, <laughs> but like you can become like. What? Well, yeah, it's like um, you know, in because in Solo, mm-hmm. Kessel is a spice mine. Oh right, yeah, okay. So then they mine it and then they ship it, sort of thing. Right, okay, that makes sense. Um, Probably legally. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I really love like what they did with Finn and Paul. Even though my problem with the film is that it is Ray and Kyle's movie, and yeah, I don't think Finn and Paul get as much time as it probably deserved in the third movie. That's, that's fair. I think that's they've fair. had. I think. Well, actually, yeah. I guess in Force Awakens, Paul was like kind of sidelined for a lot of it. Mm. But yeah, um, I feel like Last Jedi is Poe's movie. Yeah, I think I even think in this film he has more of an arc than he had in Force Awakens. Even, though, even though he has small time, he has yeah. more of an arc. Because there's, there's a massive chunk in the middle of Force Awakens where he's just not in it. Yeah, because you're supposed to think he's dead. Yeah, interesting that idea. I don't mm. understand why JJ did that, but mm. <laughs> um, apparently um, he's supposed to die. Yeah, I'm wondering. But I was wondering like why. Originally, he was supposed to actually be dead. Yeah. But then they, they brought him yeah, back. They... It's weird to me, though. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of Paul like, trying to... Re- he's, after becoming like quite a, a leader, like sort of like person in the in the end of like uh, Last Jedi, Yeah. Like, the idea of his arc being like 
trying to figure out what a leader like what kind of leader you should be and like how he's going to do that oh yeah and he yeah. talked he talked to lando like how do you do it he's like we had each we other, had each other. Like, oh, oh man. i'm gonna get on to lando later yeah oh really man good. lando yeah what a beautiful man oh beautiful beautiful man. um uh yeah so okay then we've sort of done this sort of aimlessly so i'm gonna i'm gonna you know i'm gonna <laughs> continue with that thing. i like how it's probably a sign for the future is during when ray hears the voices mm-hmm. she hears the voices from various forms of media that we haven't necessarily seen like she hears the voice of is it kanan from rebels yeah she Ahsoka. hears Ahsoka, mm-hmm. but the f- the one that I appreciate most is that she hears Qui Gon, yeah, which is from what is probably the least popular Star Wars film, and for me that shows acceptance of everything, yeah, and it makes me feel positive that they're not going to disregard this, yeah, in ten years' time because obviously the temptation yeah. will be there in ten years' time. Let's just gloss over the fact we made these and people, yeah. Well, reacted like the way they did because yeah. if they retcon or they say it doesn't exist they'll probably cause more of an upset yeah. than they actually did in the first also, place like, people like being angry about Star Wars like new things <coughs> give him like 10 at more 20 years time it'll be like mm. oh that's canon you can't, yeah. you can't mess with like the force like, oh, yeah. you can't mess with <laughs> Ray and Kylo having a force connection because like, yeah. that's canon you can't, for, you can't yeah. touch that when, was, when it came about and like two, two years ago everyone was like whoa you can't do that with the force I know like, everybody's fiercely defending yeah. it now I all, I love what they do with that the dynamic that force yeah connection when they're fighting and like they like hit each other's lightsaber and it cuts with the with the hit to yeah like other setting and it keeps uh, continues ah oh, so good, so good. And, it, and a lot of people said well you can't do that because Snoke Snoke connects with them and Snoke dies it happens after Snoke dies yeah. and Last Jedi oh yeah yeah like when she closes the door with yeah. and Falcon they do look at each other this is, I think I think. I think the film implied that even before Snoke, they kind of a connection. Yeah. Deep in force, being, I don't know. <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> I love the dyad thing. I love, oh, yeah, I love it. That's such a cool, just, they are children of the two powerful families yeah. and they're meant to be come together. Yeah. And that's the idea of like, they, when you think about like their, if you put it into colours and like the way their lives have sort of went, yeah. they are like yin and yang, like quite literally of like, Ben is kind of the white one, which is what, like his, his background implies like being a good person and being great because yeah. his father was great and his grandfather went through a bit of a weird thing, but he was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. He saved the galaxy. Yeah. Um, so you imagine, oh yeah, great guy, but at the middle he's got like that black dot, yeah. and that's his own choices and him being, I don't want to be that. Then around uh, Ray, you got like her being alone, more so like scavenger. Yeah. Grown up poor, family doesn't love her, and also the Palpatine's grandfather. You expect like evil from that. Uh, the beginning is like at the top's like a white circle, yeah. the yin yang sign, and that's her choice of being like a good person. That's, that's good stuff. I, I know. I like that. It's that's really cool. That's, cool. that's so cool. Yeah, I just love these characters, man. <laughs> I do. They're just so. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to describe them. They're just the way the way they're acted, the way they're written. They just feel mm. they feel organic, but they also feel really likable. Yeah, like you empathise. The problem with the potential problem you have with a character like <clears> Ray <throat> and this protagonist. Is that they can come across as too pure? Yeah, but I really yeah. don't get that. Mm. I know people say that, well, she she's not been defeated or whatever, but I feel like you don't have to be defeated to have that kind of depth because 
you you can see it in other parts of who she is. Yeah. Like she lived al- I don't know if I've said it before, but she lived alone on Jakku for so long. Yeah. A lot of the issues are like internal issues. Yeah. More than anything else. And she's looking for a father figure mm. everywhere or parent parental figure everywhere she goes. Like everyone seems she's like she's overpowered or whatever. She's getting this power from the force and all uh-huh. these other things and it's saying to her, You're the next big thing. Yeah. And she's again she's going, um, give it to the hand, give it to yeah. Luke, give it give it to someone else. Yeah, and I think because she doesn't believe in herself, uh-huh. and I think even again the rise Skywalker, she believes in herself a lot more. I would say, uh-huh. but there's a lot of doubt in her mind of like, yeah, not just her parents, but like just herself in general. Of like, yeah. do I deserve this and like stuff like that? Yeah, and I, I think the Jedi being behind her is kind of like a good, yeah, way of just to like ending that. I just see it with it. The way I sort of see it is the Force has it's like a thing that guides things to the way they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like the Force guides Ray to certain. Events mm-hmm. yeah. and it the the force, the force chose her. Yes, yes, she may well well be related to Palpatine, but the force has chosen yeah. her and guided her, yeah. all these people together. And I think there's an interesting parallel of like, I think there's some there's like even though so that I think it should have a longer time, like a longer running time. Definitely yes. But I do think wrapping up nine films does a really good job of wrapping up the themes. Yeah. Not necessarily like the plot points, but the themes are like, I think. Um, Let's see episode one, two, and three of like the idea of bloodlines being really important and uh-huh. the Scanners blood and Anakin and they're like, oh, these prophecies going to bring balance to the Force, <coughs> and they think, okay, it's going to be a good kid and do all this. Uh-huh. And I think it's an interesting idea that blood and all this sort of like idea of like future, future telling, <coughs> future telling is the most important thing. Yeah, and it goes from that to this film where we're getting someone who everything in her blood. Tell and like the kind of spirit tells you that it should be like yeah this is probably oh yeah the, this probably is going to be the worst thing going to happen in the world like, <laughs> like Palpatine's granddaughter this is not going to go well yeah like Palpatine's granddaughter who has had a very bad life is going to one day take over the throne yeah that's going to be a shit galaxy yeah and yet the yeah. force goes no and the Jedi have learned from the mistakes and went people yeah. she's made good choices she's a good person yeah they can sense it yeah she, she should trust yeah. her they don't intervene they just trust her yeah. They don't like. But yeah, they don't try to micromanage her like no. they did with Anakin. They help her get up. You yeah, they do that. So, yeah. and I think it's interesting as well of um, the Jedi Order. Again, Episode Three ends with Yoda, Obi Wan, and so many Jedi going to the hiding. Yeah, and this hiding away from the problems uh-huh. and waiting for some children to help them. Yeah, um, go up and help them, and then Luke does the same thing again. He yeah. fails in his adult life and goes, "Well, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to Act Two for like ten years." Gonna do nothing. Gonna hunt fish. Uh, cut myself away from the force. Uh-huh. And I think it's an interesting idea that uh, Ray makes that same mistake again. Yeah. Of going back to Act Two, trying to like just stay there, and because things are too dangerous to be around. Yeah. People and things, and um, I love the idea. And like, she, she, she learns. Yeah, Luke. Luke, I was just like, I don't understand how you could be angry about this recording unless anyone is. Where's right. Ark? was always going. Yeah, but that's always what his arc suggests. Yeah, his arc was always going to the idea of, like, Jedi shouldn't enter the scroll beyond words. It's mistakes. Yeah. Yoda says it. Yoda's yeah, it like, does. um, uh, what we, is it? we are what we, the, yeah. we are what they grow beyond. They, that is the they burden. They are what we, yeah, they are, wait, 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 we are, no, we are what they grow yes, beyond. That is the yeah. true burden of our masters. Yeah. So, like, they, like, learn from you and your mistakes and mistakes are important to make because, yeah, don't make mistakes, you don't have like anything like any knowledge of what's going to happen yeah and um it's like uh, it's also just the theme of you know choosing what you want to be yeah 
And I know there's all the comparisons about her being overpowered. Mm-hmm. They don't like her. I just like the fact she is a nice person. Yeah. You see it when, when uh, Dio, the droid, yeah. comes together. So it's, it's okay you're with us now. Yeah. Like, she gets to be that person now in this film, finally, mm. where she has a family of her own and can say that you're part of our family. Yeah. She can make people that are, like, thrown away drunk into uh, her family. Yeah. That's just, like, a great way of and, like, ending it. the her. ability for her, for the force heal ability mm-hmm. is perhaps symptomatic of who she is. Yeah. That like, just the kindness mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Yeah. And also, I don't... Again, it's just another thing of, like, people that complain about a new force powers every time a new one comes Oh, up. yeah. When you look back at, like, a uh, original trilogy... Yeah. Lightning happens in the third movie, you know. Second movie, you can move stuff. This wasn't a thing in the first one. Yeah. It's like kind of like it changes all the time, and we gotta get used to it. <laughs> yeah. And like the force healing, it could be in Jedi texts, and no one ever yeah, read it. It could. No one ever read it before. But as well, if if you think about it, I said, oh, why didn't certain people use certain things at certain stages? Mm-hmm. Like, they might not have might not have known about them. The Jedi texts might have been altered by Luke after yeah. Yeah. after he learns about it. So questions like, why didn't Obi-Wan do it to Qui-Gon in Phantom Menace? Mm-hmm. Well, he's a Padawan, isn't he? Yeah, that's He's not going to know about it. Yeah. And of course, there are, really. there are limits to it. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be able to force-heal Dooku after Anakin Skywalker cuts yeah. his head off. And like, even I mean, uh, Ben giving his life to Rey, that mm. kills him. Yeah. It is like a transfer. It isn't like making new life. It's transferring life into life. Yeah. It's not like making new life. It's transferring over. So I thought, I thought it would be interesting if... Um, when she gives a life to Ben and his scar goes away. Yes. I wonder if I wonder if it's like kind of interesting if she get, if she gets a scar. So like the transferring. I don't know. Like I don't know. What like you think a transfer thing? Yeah. Like she gives, that, I don't know. Mm. I I I know that people aren't necessarily happy with the fact that Kylo dies. Yeah, people are happy with that. I think that's that is ideally the that redemption and then death mm-hmm. and the death of sacrifice, giving life to Rey, yeah. being what. You know, he says to Darth Vader's mask in The Force Awakens, I will finish what you started. Yeah. Which he does. He does, yeah. Because so cool, yeah. Anakin's whole goal was to save Padme. Mm-hmm. Which, and then save the person that he loves, and then Kylo saves the person that he loves mm-hmm. by sacrificing himself. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting, the idea of um, the power of the dark side and the power of the light side. of um, The dark side implies that to save another person's life, you have to have... it. You, can, you can't... Um, it's not like a self. It's a selfish sort of like possession love of. She lives so that you don't have to live without her. Yeah. So it's like you don't give your life to her so you die. She lives. It's just I want her around because otherwise I'll go crazy and kill the younglings. <laughs> um, but in this one, it's like you can do that, but it's through being selfish and not treating love as possession. Yeah. It's just unconditional, and it's like if I if you die, I'm gonna give my life for you, and I will die for it. Yeah. So it's like. It's a good like learning curve over nine films. Like <laughs> love is like mm. there's varying degrees of love and love possession is kind of like wrong and love is unconditional is like pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I just think the way they handle it mm-hmm. it's very well done. And Kylo yeah. as well, right, let's take it, Kylo survives. Um he's still a war criminal. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, but still killed a lot of people. I would have liked Ben to live, I think. Would you? But it's again the same thing of I had the entire film of like I stood, instead of instead of in my head going what did I want or how would I have written this to begin with, just look at it, what's there and get from like get from what's there what you can. Yeah. And I could get like a like, get a lot from this movie, and it's in 
Because I put it this way, I would never have wrote this film the way it's been written. No, I wouldn't. For like the next film after, after Lesser yeah. Light, I would never have wrote this film. But just because it's not what we expected doesn't make it bad. No, I mean it has its problems in like pacing and structure, but I don't think anything here is actually like a slap in the face to anyone. It, it's a positive film. Yeah, and I'm sure shall we? Shall we sort of we've got still got some positive stuff we can discuss. Mm-hmm. But shall we do a bit of the uh, the dark side of negatives? Not necessarily the negatives of the film, but the Mm-hmm. Negatives that have People. surfaced in the community. Yeah. So, critics, I'm, I'm just gonna, my vendetta against critics from this film. Mm-hmm. I think they've treated this film very poorly and they've proven themselves to be massive hypocrites. Is the way they dealt yeah. with this. Okay. Because the whole point of Last Jedi was, oh, this is this is great. A lot of, a lot of critics were like, yes, this this is quintessential Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It celebrates Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one has too much fan service. I know. That doesn't that doesn't make like, sense. I think the only thing in this film that I find a bit on the nose is the 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 medal, the Chewie medal. Yeah, that's that's, that's the only bit that's on the, on the nose. But even then, I do enjoy it. Yeah. Same thing as like at the end game. So many things in that movie, there's yeah. fan service that are not set up in the movie itself. Yeah. Like Cat, uh, Cat America game and the hammer, isn't set up in the actual film in itself. End yeah. games and say to you. Captain America can't do it, but now you can. That's a growth or anything. Yeah. You get it from watching all the other films. Yeah. But people love that, but here, yeah. this, like, I don't I, understand. I, I misunderstand, like, the... Because a lot of the criticism, you can level at Rise of Skywalker, you can also level at Endgame. Yeah, easily, I think. The tempo is slightly off. Well, not the tempo, but it's relentless. It's thing after yeah. thing after thing. Yeah. It's quite a long film. There's loads of fan service. Mm-hmm. Loads of fans. They go back in time to previous movies. Exactly, like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, why moments in the about... comics, like Valkyrie riding yeah. in, Ant-Man punching a Leviathan, yeah. Captain America yeah. lifting the hammer. There's so so why why is this one... I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I just think it's a case of... So last year they came, came out, critics loved it, mm-hmm. the v- vocal minority of the fan base mm-hmm. hated it. Yeah. We don't like... They don't, they don't like women. We get that. They hated it. Mm-hmm. And they hated the film. But then... Because we've had so long since that, we've had two years, and that was too much time, and it enabled people to sort of almost build trenches. Yeah. And then it comes to this film, and neither side are going to budge from the trench. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh right, no, no. <laughs> no. If and sort of and then and then this is, this, this analogy is going downhill mm. but then the film sort of lands right in the middle imagine mm. it lands in no man's it, it, land yeah it does isn't it nobody's going to budge to get it no so it's a situation where the people that hated Last Jedi hate this based on the principle of it being different being different like, yeah. and the critics are divided about it because they're too proud to like something that isn't what they've been defending yeah. the entire time. Yeah. And people have been saying, oh, you shouldn't hate Last Jedi because it's different and it subverts expectation. Mm. It's not what you expected. You can't use that argument to defend Last Jedi yeah. and, and then, then criticise this yeah. for not being that. Yeah. And critic, crit, critics were all, they were all like, oh, this treads new ground. It's thoughtful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all these things. Yeah. You can't expect that from every Star Wars film. I know, but also in this one, I think it does do plenty of new things. Yes, it does. And it, I think it does tread new ground. Each film, in some way, like mirrors the other film. Yeah. Like, and I think it's like a good point of um, I think this film was breaking the cycle of um, at the very end, literally the very end. 
I think it's breaking the cycle of how Star Wars works with how yeah. Ray goes forward. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that there are elements that are similar. I think obviously um, Force Awakens is the more similar. It has a very plot structure that is very similar. Yeah. However, I think TLJ and this one, they they have situations that are similar. Yeah. They have um, you're on an island with a Jedi Master getting trained. They have uh, you're fighting you're fighting Palpatine with a person just getting redeemed. Yeah. They have like those sort of elements, but that's it for me. Uh-huh. Like this is like sort of like <laughs> ah, little little things here and there. Yeah. And it kind of works for the structure of it all, and. I just I think this film ends on the point of like it comes to an end where it it wraps everything that's happened before in a new context of what they've, yeah. what they've learned since episode one to now, so it's all those things again, but new context. It's not lava yeah. planet, it's a water planet, and it's redeeming a person yeah. rather than sacri- like having a person like be consumed by lava <laughs> yeah. and re- be reborn to Darth Vader is now a person being <laughs> redeemed because the Jedi Order is no longer about if you're against us we will fight you it's yeah. more about if you're against us we'll still help you but it's your choice yeah you know it's, it's, like... it's, it's yeah it's all about your choice yeah. who you want to be in spite of the mistakes you've made you can still mm-hmm. find the redemption and you yeah. can still recover and I think I think I want to touch on the ending uh-huh. I think it's on the same level as um, people thinking uh, um, the broom boy at, at the end of last Jedi was like yeah. going to be an actual character in the next film yeah I think people that think I, I think it's ridiculous people that defend Last Jedi was I do. I love the film. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I feel like it's it's good to establish that we like both yeah. Force Awakens and it's Last Jedi. It's my favorite Star Wars. Last yeah, Jedi. it was number one when we did the ranking for you. <clears throat> yeah, and um, so that film ends in the broom boy looking up to the stars and be like, I could be a yeah. Jedi, whatever. I could be in the war. Um, and it's like it's like it's it's the it's that it's the theme ending. It's not like the plot points are going. This kid could be the war. <laughs> yeah, and I think people at the end of this film are thinking that Rhea's going to be by herself on Tatooine. Oh no, yeah, that's not. I that's re- how did you get that from that scene? That's not what she's doing. She's no. she's there to bury the lightsabers. Literally, if you want to put it in very literal like figurative terms, it's um she's burying the past, which is what you all wanted from Last Jedi. Is like, yeah. the idea of the past needs to like. Not die, but like, yeah, come. We have to go beyond that now. Yeah, she's literally burying the past, getting a completely new lightsaber that I've seen before in Star Wars, like the movies, the g- yellow gold. one. And it's her, yeah, I've seen that. Is it gold? Is it yellow? Is it orange? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's her having a new lightsaber, yeah. burying the past, uh-huh. uh, looking to someone and taking the Skywalker name and making Skywalker name not a bloodline, but like a an idea or like a, yeah. a, moral, a belief, a moral cold, like a moral cold, a moral yeah. cord. Um, so it changes, like changes all this stuff. It makes it from the past something new yeah. that everyone can have, and it's her looking after the sunset for. And that sunset all to me implied a big journey ahead. Yeah, that's all. That's yeah, what, she's leaving. She walks. Yeah. She walks because she walks away from the homestead mm-hmm. with BB-8 by her side, yeah. similar to the way that we see her walk in the desert. Yeah, in her Force Awakens. It's not saying she's going to have the same life she had in Jakku again. Yeah, with this BB-8 and her. Why would she? She's got a family. Yeah. Why? Why? Why, why did you get... How did you get this from that scene? Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Also, something I I had put out on the Force Center podcast was that in The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. she's so happy when she sees all the greenery of Takadana yeah. and the rebel base is on Arjan Kloss, mm-hmm. which agree. is with the forest planet. Yeah. Um, and she's also found her family. Mm-hmm. So in a way, she's found everything she's wanted with the Resistance. Yeah. Because it's a symbolism of 
being in that forest because she doesn't want to leave it. Yeah. There's like a scene where she looks, or the bit where she looks back into the forest, mm. and she's looking at the forest and all the greenery yeah. because that's home for her. Yeah. The fine. family she's created with, with Leia, with Finn and Poe, mm-hmm. that's a family. Yeah. And yeah. And I just find it interesting that this film starts with her at a at her like character end point, if you want, like kind of like she's happy where she is. Yeah. See, um, the only thing troubling her is a connection to Kylo. Yeah. And with that brings the trouble of like Palpatine and all that. Uh-huh. And I think it's interesting that the first like five minutes we see her, she's kind of like top of the game. She's happy. She's like <laughs> Jedi going well, doing all this, and yeah. um, got used to got used to the idea of being no one, and that's okay. You can create your own destiny. Uh-huh. So I think it's interesting. This I. There's a new idea presented that she has a bloodline and it is important, and then at the film they go, but no, because <laughs> like she was happy before. Why does Palpatine come about? Makes me she has to be unhappy now. Yeah, she hasn't got to. She hasn't got to like side by him because she's she's the same bloodline. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I find that really interesting. Hmm, I love that. I love that too. Yeah, it's just yeah, and um, <sighs> yeah. So I, I looking at people's the deepest darkest parts of the internet because mm-hmm. I was searching for answers also in the, in the process of me searching for sauce yeah other people like this and I also discovered there's quite a lot of support for Revenge of the Sith there is like a there. lot of people, people like that, that film, film. Awesome. <laughs> yeah I mean Which I I, like I think this film will probably become similar to that maybe yeah but there's so. a lot of people maybe our age maybe younger who yeah. grew up with this these, this trilogy yeah. and will adore it yeah because I was thinking before about if you ask me what film would I rather watch, um, Phantom Menace, um, New Hope, or uh-huh. Force Awakens, I would choose Force Awakens, yeah. personally. And if you said Attack of the Clones, Empire Strikes Back, or Last Jedi, I would always choose Last Jedi. Yeah. And even now, Return um, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, or this, uh, Rise of Skywalker, I would choose Rise of Skywalker. I would. I would as well. It's just... So... It's just... It baffles me why there's been such this reaction. Yeah. Because as well there's stuff about oh Disney have just done it to appease the the fan base. But it hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah. But let's say for if example, if we did agree with that and they had mm-hmm. can you blame them? Yeah. Not Why really. wouldn't they? But even then like Because it doesn't go in any particular direction in there, it's definitely with what the critics wanted or definitely what the vocal minority of wankers wanted. <laughs> yeah. Um because it has elements of everything. Yeah. It answers answers the questions as to race parentage, but it keeps her as a nobody. Mm. It addresses the past, it, while yeah. also forging a new way into the future. Yeah, it ends with a note of burying the past. Yeah, and going to the future with a new lightsaber which implies like a new Jedi yeah. order sort of thing to me. Um, and like, I don't understand the people that are like, and like her, people yeah. saying she has no family because Kylo died and Leia died, and also Luke died. I'm like, they're force ghosts definite yeah oh yeah so that means the kind of always around and yeah even aside from that she's got Finn porn Finn and Paul yeah Chewbacca yeah. man Chewbacca's yeah. still about isn't he Rose all these people on there yeah kid, kitchen and they can move forward they can start the new academy she can even train Finn. she can train Finn yeah I mean and it's so good I yeah. it's like a good like, oh. I genuinely hope we have more if not episode mm. 10 at least more of Ray doing Ray. a thing with the academy yeah. She's got a new lightsaber. I want to see that in action. Yeah, that's because I just think it's interesting that it didn't it didn't click in for people that that the idea of the last scene was her saying like it was it was it was the promise of last Jedi so fulfilled. Yeah, it? yeah, it was. It was exactly. Don't that. kill the past. Just 
kind of like move on from it and let it be yeah. move on but still believe in it basically yeah. and that's what she does with taking the Skywalker name she carries it with her yeah but not l- letting it oh. dictate and people that think um, her being a Skywalker is a bad thing because too really should just be like independent and say like I'm just rare and happy with that I get that argument but like I can't understand why you wouldn't be happy with the idea that Rey, who brought the Skywalker uh, back from exile, yeah. brought the myth back from exile, yeah. and has since the beginning went, Luke Skywalker, I thought it was a myth. Like, it's a big thing for yeah. her. It's, she's very excited about the idea of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Yeah. So for her to be in that now... It's not like, yeah, it's not like she's she struggled the entire way through the trilogy. I want to be independent. Mm-hmm. And if she did that and then she took the Skywalker name, I would get that, but... The whole point of what she's doing is she's looking for parentage. She's looking for to be guided, mm-hmm. and she's looking for a home. Yeah, she's looking for family. And and I, like I say, I don't mean that as in, yeah, sexist. Is she's looking? No. She's looking for a home. I don't mean no. that at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry if that's what it implied. But she's looking for a place where she feels happy and she yeah. belongs. She and she's found that with the Skywalker name. Yeah. That's why she takes it. Uh, and it's, and I think flow is beautiful. Yeah. Ray Skywalker. I know. I want to call off now. And who wouldn't want to be called Skywalker? I know it's cool, here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I um, I'm I'm searching through my phone to see if. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um. So, in my search for confirmation, I encountered a lot of dodgy things mm-hmm. to do with leaks, leaks and okay. stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Um. And there's a paragraph on my phone which I wrote after listening to a certain Is it YouTube show. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you, I've shown you part of it. I got very angry in writing a certain paragraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of swearing in it. <laughs> um, not even, not, not even on the film, but the way that. So there's a YouTube channel. Right? I was debating whether to name them or not, but I'm going to name them. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's called Midnight's Edge. Okay. And they were talking about news of the various leaks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they draw you in and say, oh, this is nice neutral. Mm-hmm. This is nice. And then slowly they creep they creep the indoctrination in. Okay. And one of them ends with them saying, oh, Disney's bullshit. They've ruined it. They've just made it a money-making scam. I would like to address that, all right, as defense. Uh-huh. I'm just going to turn the volume down on my mic because uh, this is going to be quite loud. Yeah. Um, that is bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That is a load of crap. Right, okay. Because, <laughs> to begin with, George Lucas planned 12. He, did. he planned 12 episodes. Hang on, did he? Yeah. He had outlines for an entire sequel trilogy, oh. which Disney Disney didn't, didn't use. That's another debate to be had. <laughs> right. So, and these, the sequel trilogy would have happened regardless of where yeah. Lucasfilm was. And like, Lucasfilm is a billion-dollar company, all mm-hmm. right? They don't necessarily need Disney, but they were bought by Disney. Mm-hmm. And think about it this way. So the prequels were, co- were also produced by 20th Century Fox. Yeah. So whenever you watch them, they're on there. Mm-hmm. So I would like, I'd like you to, to picture an alternative reality where Lucasfilm weren't bought by Disney, mm-hmm. but instead they proceeded with the sequel trilogy... Alongside 20th Century Fox, mm-hmm. let me let me take you through some of the uh, the franchise films <laughs> they have with them. Yeah, Alien, yeah. Terminator, yeah, Predator, yeah, X Men, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Huh. Do you honestly? You right. look at and and then you look at 
Disney's record with franchises. Yeah. They have the animated stuff. Yeah. I, there's, there's plenty of it that I can't think of anymore. Mm-hmm. If you offered those two companies, <laughs> yeah. which one of these would you yeah. rather take Star Wars forward? Yeah. Who the fuck is going to pick Fox? <laughs> yeah. Why would you... Put, sorry, sorry. Sorry, for users. <laughs> but why would you pick Fox? Oh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Uh, also, the other thing is, uh-huh. it would have been George Lucas directing, or at least writing. And people... well, the, well, the reason that Disney bought Lucasfilm is because George Lucas was retiring. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point as well. But, like, they sorry, want... Sorry, sorry. But, like, the idea of, like, getting a George Lucas trilogy is, like, but you hated the prequels and claim that they ruined your childhood. Yeah. Why do you want more? Why? Just, this there's so much hypocrisy but anyway it's weird. It's weird. what also made me very angry was they were talking about some leaks about something like J.J. Abrams and the director's cut stuff mm-hmm. and oh, one, God, one, yeah. of them, one of them made, made a this, this is the part that all the swearing was about one of them made a joke one of these people on this YouTube channel they made a joke about the Rise of Skywalker porn parody being better than the film alright now I'm, I'm going to say no <laughs> obviously no but that is exactly that in a, in a, in a sense mm. is exactly what is wrong with that vocal majority in the star wars community yeah, minority M- yes yeah, sorry yeah, sorry minority minority yeah. minority yeah they're making that just toxic that's just a load yeah. of toxic masculinity yeah it's weird yeah. oh yeah let's, let's laugh about porn yeah it's also like go fuck yourselves <laughs> it's oh. also like they hear anything new i think Anything oh, yeah. new is just like you've ruined it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read a little uh, extract of this little, um, little little thing that I've uh, I've written. Okay. Right. Um, there's a disclaimer. I haven't written a disclaimer for what I've written in case I read it later. Right. This is before I get into the rant. Um, I'm solely referring to the militant, toxic, misogynistic, violent, <laughs> and aggressive people that spread hatred <laughs> for no valid reason in the depths of the internet. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. This is not aimed at people, everyone who dislike Tross and the prequels. There are valid criticisms which people have expressed in civil ways. Civil ways, Which yes. I appreciate, yeah. you know, but you don't like it, that's fine. It's not perfect. I have problems with it as well. Um, I'd, I'd like to say, I don't necessarily want to criticise individuals because I think that's wrong yeah. but when you go about spotting shit about just for no reason because they don't like women yeah that's the thing um, that's definitely so a thing <laughs> this is a bit if I say this is what i <laughs> they're chatting your shit about it and um you if, I've just written fuck off just fuck off <laughs> ooh, and then because oh toxic feminine feminism yeah. fuck off why where have you got that from it's weird where have they got it's that weird. from I, I don't understand the idea that a film where people that are real people is only like some sort of agenda thing i don't yeah. understand it i'm sorry oh, God. we've got a female protagonist i'm sorry if that yeah. offends you why does it offend you i don't understand <laughs> she's she's arguably better than luke as a protagonist i want to say she is <laughs> personally oh, i want to say I'm yes i'm still gonna Ben, Anakin. Uh, and as well, it's about time, logically as well, it's about time they had one. Yeah. Because all the ones in the I past like been... three in a row of those male white guys, you know? It'd be weird. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to cleanse my mind, but is there anything you want to rant about um, while we have the opportunity? And then we'll close with some positives. I just wanted to talk about, like, defend the things that you love in general. Like, not even really movies, but, like, just things yeah. that, even if, like, People hate something that you dearly love, or even just like. 
Yeah. It's not, you don't have to move and say, okay, you're right, I'm wrong. You yeah. don't have to do that. If you genuinely, it's the same thing, like, with, this is, I know it's arty, but to say that a film is art is kind of true. It is subjective. Yeah. It's a subjective art form where two people go into a room, watch the exact same content for two hours, yeah. come out, I could either hate it or love it, and they haven't watched separate things. They watch the same thing, but different opinions can be formed from what they think of it. So, like, I've got many examples of films that people hate that I love. Pirates Caribbean 2 and 3, not critically yes. reviewed well. I love them both. I think they're part of I agree. the greatest trilogy of all time, possibly. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> what are films? Matrix 2 and 3. I like them. I don't love them, but I like them. Yeah. And I would say that people that hate them, fair. Just don't tell me that I can't like them. That's all the that thing is. That's what it comes down to. I know I got aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I apologise for that. But I'm doing it because I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I... It makes me really sad <laughs> yeah. to have people just say, oh, I'm sorry, it's crap, this isn't... Yeah. Like, you're fake fans. You're, yeah. Where's that? That's weird. Where's that come yeah. from? Why it's, Why do we have like to have that? The gatekeeping thing of if you if you only love like, the original trilogy and you hear everything else, then you're a true fan. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Let me like what I like. <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars. <laughs> you can be a Star Wars fan if you watch one film and really liked it. You could. It's like no. There's no like sort of like you have to have a quarter to beat. You know. No. Yeah. It's so weird. But um, also, right. Very few things also make my blood boil as much if, as if somebody uses the term Mary Sue. Oh god. I absolutely hate oh, that phrase. Oh my god, I hate that phrase so much. But a phrase can burn in hell. It, it, it's it's it was born in the anus of Satan. <laughs> yeah. I like that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, whenever I hear that phrase, I'm like, oh, okay, you're that, you're that person. Yeah, I know who the person is. Whenever they use, if someone says that, I'm like, I know what type of person you are now. <laughs> like, oh, oh, so God. we just want to focus on the parts we love. Just let us do that. Yeah, and I, I apologize if you know. I apologize if also I've offended you with me getting angry as well because I'm not. Uh, like, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting angry at people that dislike the film. You can do that. No, no. And I accept that people... Oh. It has flaws. Yeah, yeah. But it's just the whole Disney's evil. Yeah, that's... Ugh. Everybody needs to hate Disney. Yeah. Everybody needs to hate this like, film because it... If you're listening right now and you do like the film, if you hated the film, like that's pe- we're not saying like you're wrong. That's fine. You you think that. That is yeah. that is valid. Like, yeah. But the same thing is, we are also valid. And that's the, the thing you have yeah. to understand. Like, it's, yeah, it's like... I, J.J. Abrams was asking like an interview or something. They had him, they asked him, what do you think about the reception to it? Mm-hmm. The people that dislike it. And he said, they're right. Yeah. They're absolutely right. Yeah. And he said, people that love it, they're right as well. Yeah. And it's like, this is quite a good way yeah. of putting it. They're, like, they're right. Yeah, everyone's right. Nobody's wrong like, here. Again, an example of a film that I hate and everyone else I think hates, essentially, is Suicide Squad. 20-something percent Rotten Tomatoes. Not everyone likes it. But if someone came up to me and said, I like that film... Good. That's fine. Cool. You have a, you film, you have a film that you like. Great. Yeah. Like I can't. I can argue with you about not argue, but I can discuss with you like the points of like what we yeah. just, what we disagree and agree about. That's fine. You like, like when we our very first episode of the podcast mm-hmm. was we we talked about Spider Man Far From Home. Yeah. And yeah. How you you don't like it and I do. I kind of hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we we talk about that, and we're still here. Yeah, we're still here. We guys. haven't killed each other. Yeah. We can well, do it. We? We can do it without being sexist and misogynistic yeah, like and being and like, like really mean, like about like personal like levels of like you're an idiot for liking this. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <sighs> yeah, 
up to you, you know, man. Uh, yeah. If anything, yeah. the whole like, theme of this movie, especially this movie and Black Jedi, is the idea of like just choice, and it's up to yeah. you, and you can do what you want. And like, it doesn't matter what's come before. You can like what you like. You can be who you want to be. Yeah. Kylo Ren should have been. You'd think through his past, you'd think he'd be like the next big good guy, Luke Luke Skywalker person. Nope. The worst guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray, you think he'd be evil? Nope. Pretty good to go. Kind, one of the kindest people. Yeah. 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 Um, one of the positives I'd like to mention is there's one one bit at the end. Obviously, they're doing the hugging. I'm, I'm crying. I'm sobbing. Yeah. Even when the ships arrive at the final battle, mm-hmm. I'm sobbing. And they play. I think they play Leia's theme. Yes, they do. Yeah. I'm blubbering, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm gone. That hit me hard. Oh, yeah. where's Antilles back? Oh, yeah. it's wonderful. I I heard people like arguing with the point that the movie doesn't fulfil the promise of um, Luke Skywalker being the like sort of legend, uh, like not the inspiration to everyone that he was at the end of the Last Jedi. Yeah, it's like I kind of disagree with when the film starts out with a guy played by Mark Hamill, by the way, yeah. the CGI character. Oh Mark yeah, Hamill, and he was like giving them information, and he's like, uh, "What do we give you in return?" And he's like, "Save the like just win the war." Uh-huh. And like people are like on their side now, and like people are like up for it. People are, like no one answered the call in Last Jedi. Yeah. Now people are like giving them information yeah. and like trying to get them to, like help their resistance win. And at the end of the film, I think the perfect moment. And I think if you bring everyone back at the beginning of this film, it was like, oh, this guy could inspire everyone. And now yeah. they're all back, and it'd be kind of like, okay, well now we're back to like a level playing field, and it wouldn't be that interesting. Yeah. We start the film out with a similar sort of like. The resistance is very small, yeah. <laughs> and they're going against this very big thing. Yeah. So at the end of the film, having that, the, I think the problem is fulfilled when all the ships are coming down. Yeah. And it's like they're all inspired by what happened on Crate, what happened, and all these other things. Yeah. Skywalker. Lando smooth talks yeah. them in. Lando's yeah. there, Chewie's there, war yeah. heroes. And I think even, and it's different in that, the Battle of Crate, they were called to help them and save them, and the odds were impossible mm. because they were being they were being attacked. Mm-hmm. Whereas this. This is like a call to arms. Yeah. We're going to fight. We're going yeah. to them. We're taking the fight this to them. Yeah. We're not. We're not losing yet. Yeah. And I just love the idea of. Um, I think the promise is somewhat fulfilled by the end of Flash Jedi of the kid looking to the stars. Yeah. I think even that's a fulfilling promise, and I think cut to the end of Rise of Skywalker and a very similar shot. Yeah. Of a character looking to, looking to the sunset of stars, whatever. Look to the future. Oh yeah, it's kind of yeah. each other. Yeah, like, that's the new Jedi Order that's coming from the Skywalker, and this is the new leader. Yeah, Rey, Rey Skywalker. Yeah, and it's all yeah, inter- like a really good, interesting way of like mirroring them two things. Yeah, I yeah. I do think it's perhaps a shame that we didn't get to see all the original people, all the original three or four. Yeah, all together would be nice. But there are circumstances prevent that from happening. Oh, so it's so interesting the idea that people go, "This trilogy was very safe." And what was it all about? And what does it mean? This is money grab. When at the same time you're complaining about the fact that you want all of the three main characters to be doing the same thing again. Like they, everyone wants yeah. Luke Han and Leia together on the Millennium Falcon doing another fun mission, doing the same thing again. And like, so you either want it to be the same thing again, or it's either too safe, it's too safe and money grab because it killed all the characters that you loved in a really good way, in my opinion, and brought it to a new generation. And you don't like it because it's too safe, but you want, but you still want everyone, to, everything to be the same. What do you yeah. want? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I what know. do you want? Uh, <sighs> one, one thing from the from the the end. One thing that I really wanted to mention, mm-hmm. which I think perhaps really represents what Star Wars can be about, 
It's the final battle. Lande is sat by himself. Mm-hmm. He's staring off into the distance. And Yana comes up. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> oh, Sorry. Um, Yana comes up behind him and says, how are you? Where are you from? Sort mm. of thing. And so I'm from something or other. And then Yana says, oh, I'm, I don't know where I'm from. And the bit that just melts my heart, it makes me so happy, is when Lando sort of turns to her. He's got a little smirky smile on his face. He says, do you want to find out? Yeah. And that's just, that's just everything, yeah, isn't it? it's really cool. <laughs> There's an adventure to be had. Yeah. Let's go have the adventure. Yeah. Let's go do it. It doesn't matter what we find. It doesn't matter where you came from. It's mm. what you are. Yeah. It's really cool, isn't it? Oh, I love Star Wars. I, think it's I love all Star Wars. All, yeah. um, I find it interesting that the this film, this trilogy is based around the question of who is Ray, and it ends on Ray yeah. saying who she is. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's not a great point. And I think especially this this film really hammers at home with like every. I feel like every other scene, someone someone says, "What's your name?" <laughs> What's your name, Ray? <laughs> yeah, and I feel like like she goes that the persona and the child's like, "What's your name?" And she sees all those kids getting taught, and it's like that's a child I've never had. Um, she sees like I think at some point, people like are constantly asking her name essentially, yeah. or like who are you and who is this, and then when she learns she's Palpatine, uh, Finn says I know who you are and she goes no one knows who I am and then Carol is saying I know who you are, <laughs> everyone thinks he knows who Ray is, everyone yeah. thinks he knows, everyone thinks they know, and and Ray says for herself who I am and I want to be I want to be this yeah exactly that's what it should be so like it's great. <laughs> also, there's the thing about Colin Trevorrow's. Yeah. version yeah. and people are saying that oh we should have had that if you, if, if we'd have been given that mm-hmm. and then you'd have also told me you could have had JJ's version yeah. which involved a Sith planet called Exegol yeah a massive fleet Temple. battle yeah. with everybody really arriving yeah um, and the, like the water planet of Death Star 2 on it and like yeah that, that lightsaber battle yeah I'd, we'd have been saying the same thing seeing the same thing I, I mean, there are there are aspects of this duel of fates that I like, mm. but you compare them to what we got, and I just prefer what we got. Like all the stuff about Hooks being second in command and all him having a fleshed out story. Yeah. yeah, that's great. But I actually prefer the whole "I'm the traitor." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm the spy. I like the idea of him. <laughs> Again, it's sort of thing of like your choices are like what determines who you are, and it's him saying. Um, I um I used to be awful this first order thing. <laughs> I just don't like Kylo to the point where I'm willing to just give it all for Kylo yeah. being dead. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And as well, I also would have liked the I does like the idea of um stalk uh, Luke stalking Kylo. What? what like you mean? You know, Luke haunting Kylo because he says at the end of Last Jedi, see, see you around, around, kid. Yeah. And that's an idea that is in the Trevor version. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Like, there's, there's one of the concept would, yeah, arts is like Luke that. catching uh, his lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that that's cool. But again, I just accept what we got because yeah. what we got is pretty good. Yeah. It's not my fault I that mean, people have. I would have like liked a little more of like see around kid of like even at the end of um when we see the ghost of Luke and Leia if Ben was there. Yeah. It would be really funny if um. And kind of like sweet if he says see it around kid. And next time he sees him, is in when he's good and he's like redeemed himself. Yeah. Kind of sweet if that was. Happening. Oh yeah. But like, uh, I yeah. did, I would have liked that a bit more. Yeah. Luke actually did see him again, and we saw that happen. I I believe that they do see each other again. Oh yeah, they will at some point yeah. in the future when he's in the ghost. Yeah. 
Would you want to see more of the characters that we've seen in the trilogy? Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely seen them poor. Just because I swapped more from them as well. Yeah. I mean, I know, know they, they said that they were done. A lot of them said they were done. Yeah. Um, but give it 20 years. Give it 20 years. Yeah. And B, well, B, um, they couldn't necessarily say, oh, yeah, I'll be back because that would spoil the fact that. Yeah. You know, these, these people. That's what tends to happen. <laughs> yeah. The actors, they are briefed on this sort of thing, dealing with press. And also. Ian McGregor had to lie to people for five years, five years yeah. that he wasn't coming back. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? I'm just stressful for him. I, I, I want to see them back. I want to see Ray again. Absolutely, yeah. And I think... One of the all-time best Star Wars characters, if not the best. Yeah. And I think, as well with Star Wars, it's going to be one of those things where I think it... Even when it ends and people are unhappy with the last film or even the whole trilogy or whatever, it's, I always feel like Star Wars is one of those things that's always going to keep on going. Yeah. And like every 10, 20 years, we're going to get a new trilogy or something like that. Yeah. And I feel it's impossible that I'm going to live for another 80 years and I'm not going to see another Star Wars film as an episode. I think that's kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And at some point, it's going to be something and it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's... I think... Does that, does that bring us to a, I think, a close? Yeah, I think so. Good. If you're rating out of 10, what would you give it? <laughs> Good old one out of 10 rating. Probably an 8. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I do have problems with it. It's, it is very quick it is very fast um, there's a lot of MacGuffins and <laughs> yeah. I I remember having a not a problem with it but then when I realised it's kind of like an Indiana Jones movie where like they find an artefact and it leads into this other artefact which leads into the other artefact yeah, like, yeah. And I don't really mind it then but it is quite fast I think there's definitely some deleted scenes there that sort of been kept in because uh, I think there's some scenes that just don't flow in a way yeah. that I think there was something else there that you cut out yeah, and I just want I would like to see. I would genuinely like to see some sort of like extended cut. Yeah, I would. But I, I do think this, I... I do think that what we saw is the JJ Abrams cut. Yeah, I would agree. But I think have like a bit more. I think what we've got was always what we were meant to see with JJ's yeah. version. So it is a bit quick. It is a bit yeah. Like a lot of things yeah. happen. Some aside from Ray and Kylo, we don't get a lot of development between Finn and Paul. Yeah. But what is there, I do love. Oh yeah. And what is there for Ray and Kylo, I also love. So yeah. I don't really have a problem with it as like. Whereas I think. Last Friday is perfectly paced, perfectly structured as a movie. Yeah. Then all the things, all the themes and ideas and characters I love on top of that. Yeah. It's kind of like this film is kind of like it has all those great ideas and themes, but it has like a bit of problems getting like yeah. the, the like yeah. the structure going for it. To I, yeah, I, I'd say technically, like you say, it's technically flawed, but <clears throat> for me, it just, it just makes up for it with yeah. the fact that it is Star Wars. So many good things and it, in it. You know? It keeps yeah, the yeah. the the positives significantly outweigh the negatives. Yeah. I put it this way, I was never bored. <laughs> no, I wasn't yeah. bored. I was like, that's... what are we doing? <laughs> we, we were never unhappy with any of the decisions they made. Not really, no. Anything that was there, I did uh, enjoy and like, and think it was a great, like, extension of that last Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. And the whole nine films, really, actually. Yeah. yeah. Long live Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we well, going next? yeah. Thank you for listening. If you have managed to stay through the entire thing. Yep. We hope you've enjoyed it. Again, I apologise for my <sighs> outburst. Outburst. <laughs> oh, um, but that technically, does that, does that technically make us even in a way? Because I think so. you got angry at Spider-Man, I yeah. got angry at the Star Wars yeah. fan base. That's yeah. one all. That's equal now. So that means <laughs> what am I going to be angry at next? Birds of Prey. Imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, so, yeah, we're back. New, new, new enthusiasm for yeah. it. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you for listening on SoundCloud. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.